conspiracy theories linking Hollywood, the US government and the CIA. Is there any truth behind them? I, along with some friends of mine, discussed the documentary Out of Shadows, which is available, if you know how to find it, on YouTube right now. So sit back and enjoy this very special conspiracy theories edition of Small Screen Stories. Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the podcast where I go through all the news of the week in the world of entertainment and pop culture and I also review some stuff every now and then. However, this week's episode is going to be slightly different. So I, along with two friends of mine, Alex and Axel, took the time to watch a documentary which was posted on YouTube this week called Out of Shadows. So just to give you a gist of what this documentary is all about, I'm going to go over the synopsis. The Out of Shadows documentary lifts the mask on how the mainstream media and Hollywood manipulate and control the masses by spreading propaganda through their content. Our goal is to wake up the general public by shedding light on how we have all been lied to and brainwashed by a hidden enemy with a sinister agenda. So... There you have it. That's that's the, the gist of this documentary, which has been posted on YouTube this week and has really got people talking, especially on the site, because I did quite a few articles about it. And first off, I'd like to apologize for the quality of the recording uh, of Axel, myself and Alex talking about it. In some parts of the discussion, it does sound a bit kind of shoddy, but that's because we're all using different mics. It's the first time I've used this uh, recording equipment called Zencaster. And... Um, it's basically the best and I think one of the best ways to record a podcast remotely whilst we're in a lockdown. So please bear with me. Uh, I think it it actually does sound pretty good, but there are some bits where it's uh, it does cut out a bit and that's to be expected. So without any further ado, here's the conversation between Alex, Axel and myself in which we discuss Out of Shadows. No, so basically today uh, we're going to talk about a documentary that's on YouTube, if you can find it, called Out of Shadows. And mm. I suppose the first thing I wanted to ask is actually Alex, because you're the one that, that sent this to us, is how did you find this thing? Because it's not easy to find. If you search for it on YouTube, you can't get the original video. So how did you, you find can't, it? You, you can't, you it? can't get the original video? There is, okay, so what's happened, I've done a bunch of articles about this now, but what's happened is that the original video is kind of been hidden in YouTube searches, search algorithms. Okay. So you can't, you can't find the original video, but what people have done is re-uploaded the video mm. into, into other YouTube channels so you can find it that way. Yeah. But the original one, and they've also done the same thing with outofshadows.org. Okay. On Google, on Google you can't. If you search out of shadows, actually, one of the first things that comes up is, is, is my article on it. Oh, yeah. So, that's yeah. nice. Um, <laughs> so it's that Google juice. It's that, you know, that's that's working for me. But Google juice. So, yeah. So basically what I, what I wanted to, what I wanted to know sounds is, nice. is how you found it and uh, and what what made you watch it. Well, maybe I'm part of the conspiracy. I just maybe. supplied this video to you somehow. No, I um. I actually, uh, I follow this one guy who's, have you seen 2012, the film? Yes. You know uh, uh, Woody Harlson? John Cusack. No. <laughs> oh, is it, is it Woody Harlson? The no, disaster no. movie. <laughs> yeah. It is. This is how Woody I want to start. <laughs> Woody Harlson's character. Well, I will say that Woody, Woody Harlson's been reposting and tweeting a lot of conspiracy theories well, about 5G. Well, the thing is, I didn't know about that. We could talk about that um, later. But um, his 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 character in that, basically, I think, is totally based on real people. 
And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's like an archetype of a conspiracy guy lives in the woods on a, you know, self-sustaining off the grid. God, this guy's also got his own radio channel, like the character in the film. And uh, my friend and I laugh about it because it's like, it's a cliche at this point. But um, I kind of follow this guy because he, um, he just sort of um, links in a lot of things that I just wouldn't find in, in the mainstream channels and media. And, you know, my friend laughs at me because he's like, ah, come on, you don't believe that. And I, I don't really believe, I don't know really what to believe anything, but I think it's, it, it's just, um, I just wouldn't find that kind of information, whether it's true or not otherwise. So he linked this thing and he was like, and he was saying, you know, he's Australian. I'm not going to try and do an Australian accent and you can do proper. <laughs> but like, uh, he's like, you know, watch this, you know, we already know most of this stuff, but, you know, send it to your parents and send it to whoever you're not sure. Maybe they don't know about all this stuff. And I thought, I don't, maybe I don't know about this stuff. And I didn't really know about Pizzagate, to be honest. I knew about, um, <clears throat> uh epstein epstein but like very very uh, like just flirted with the story i didn't really look into it yeah so so it was a friend of yours that sent it to you basically well just this this woody houston guy um, in australia basically okay, so it's not it's, it's not the actor woody no Halston. no I just, this is gonna create a whole conspiracy now. no but uh okay. it's like basically a a guy a youtuber who lives in australia okay. yeah okay yeah. Um, because and i think uh, Looking at the, this documentary and looking at the people, first off, a load of people have been commenting on the article, on all the articles on, on the website, and also been sending me a lot of messages about it. And it seems oh, as yeah. though that's how, yeah, it what seems kind of as messages? though, well, to be honest, recently they've been they've been quite nice, actually. A lot of people have been like, you know, I respect your opinion and, you know, freedom of speech and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there there is stuff within this documentary that I think is true. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's actually, to begin with, it was that there was a, quite a lot of aggressive, uh, uh, you know, people being quite aggressive towards me. And, uh, In the sense but, that they were like, why are you covering this? Or like, you don't agree no, with it? Or... Yeah. So basically within the article, I said that I didn't believe every aspect of, mm-hmm. of the documentary. And um, and I was saying things like, and I and I still believe this to be true, is that you you've got to, you know, it it talks a lot about um, critical thinking, and it it says that the research is there and the evidence is there, yet it doesn't really offer you that evidence or that research, really. But yeah, but you're supposed to do the research. That's yeah, no, that's that's a lot of what I've got. A yeah. lot of people telling me that. But basically, my my whole argument was that it doesn't really work as a documentary because if you're going to if you're going to make a documentary, then you should at least offer some sort of you know a baseline of evidence and 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 do some sort of research towards what you're saying to back up your arguments. Mm-hmm. And that that was that was my whole kind of idea behind the documentary. And um, I was interested to know the reason why I wanted to get both of you on is because I feel like um, you kind of. You, earlier, Alex, you were saying how you didn't believe every aspect of it. Yet, you know, you're more into this stuff than I am, or I was conspiracy theories and things. And then Axel, I think you're kind of a bit like me. You're in more the, the middle grounds. I don't know whether that's true or not. Yeah, I think I'm more in the middle. Although I've been somewhat going down a rabbit hole since watching it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, where, where you at now? Well, I've been watching. Uh, I didn't. I had no idea about Jeffrey Epstein or Pizzagate. Uh, I knew that there was like a hack during the election, but I never really went into detail about what it exactly was. And and then I guess 
due to the fact that I didn't go into detail, I just accepted it that, yeah, fine, it was the Russians. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know, like my stand or my view on like major news uh, sites and like media and like, you know, the news basically, I, I don't really take it as face value. I don't really watch the news or anything. Like, I don't consume news because, yeah, I don't believe a lot of it. Mm. Um, I mean, local news, Belgian news, I don't think, I mean, they're not going to go super out of their way to, to cover stuff up, I don't think. But who knows? I, I, I think that's the aspect of the documentary for me, which is is very interesting and actually very true. So... I mean, I, I've come from an, an, an area, I, I've worked in media and I know what they're like and there's always a political agenda behind everything you're doing um, to, the, to the extent where I've been told before to not write this because it doesn't represent our political beliefs. Yeah. Whereas the, the website, the, uh, you know, people I was working for don't represent my political beliefs, but you kind of get the work where you can. You know, and there's there's a lot of that in journalism today, and there's yeah. a lot of that in the media today, and that aspect of of the documentary I really do agree with. Where it kind of lost me was with all the a lot of the occult and the satanic ritual stuff, and for me that was a bit. I think that's going a bit too far. I don't know. What do you think, Alex? Well, first of all, I I think that the the media's relationship with, uh, yeah, the, oh. That, Sorry about that. That's my that was that was planned. What was that? That's, <laughs> that, was that's my, that was my creaking floor. Scram. Um, <laughs> no, basically, I think that like the, the 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 main the main thing from the documentary is this, is the the involvement of the CIA in news networks and media networks and Hollywood. That for me is the main thing, and you know. Yeah, I thought what was so interesting is like you don't get famous if you're Jay Z by yourself. Maybe today with YouTube, like when you can start to really create a brand for yourself, sort of rather independently. But like 15 years ago, you don't get famous without a news, uh, without um, <clears throat> like ABC, NBC, whatever, without yeah. these like huge media outlets like putting you on stage. And like what I think is very important about it is that. You talk about lack of evidence, evidence, but there's just one like crucial bit of evidence, which is that there's a guy, you know, there's a lot of there's a guy involved with the CIA is also involved with the news networks. And I think linking, and it's again, it's you're right, it's not enough to like just be definitive and be like, okay, like I believe this, but I think that when you start to imagine that there is a link between cia and media and the fact that basically like i think politicians are like irrelevant you know not not to not to like we shouldn't even be looking at politicians it's really the media i think mainly and i think that i've come to think i just anything they say i almost think the opposite now i mean mm. that's kind of the point i've gotten because it's um it's it's deliberately misleading it's deliberately making you look somewhere else and and the fact of the matter is that the way I feel is that the democracy as we have it is that here's a bit of information like, you know, uh, given to you by The Guardian, given to you by CNN, whatever. Debate that as much as you want, you know. 
like some carcass they throw and then people just debate it and there's like a jungle of opinions but then any information that's not that what we give you don't talk about that you don't get to talk so i think the epstein thing was like you know you're not supposed to no one's supposed to know about that like no one's supposed to find out about that and i think yeah you're right like it's not it's not like a phd with citations and like you know but i think it's just meant to kind of like I really thought of that line in the prestige at the beginning was like, are you watching closely? Yeah. Because I thought that's exactly it. It's like, just, you know, how about just peek and then maybe like look further. Like Ax was saying, you went down a rabbit hole. Mm. Yeah. So. No, it's, you, you, you definitely are right. It's like, um, you have to really be careful about where you're sourcing your information from. So where are you getting your news from? And of course it is true. Like you look at, who owns these big media corporations? They're, I mean, you talk, they do talk in, in, the, in the, the documentary about the Big Six, which has now become the Big Five mm-hmm. since Disney's taken over Fox. And that is worrying. You know, that's worrying because it's, it's, it's creating a, a, a monopoly within Hollywood. It's then, look at Disney. Disney owns ABC. You know, Dis, therefore, like, then you're, you're going, like, Fox owned, well, it was Fox Media, you know. At the time, now Disney owns that as well. And you think you're going further and further down this rabbit hole of who owns what. And my, I mean, my whole, I suppose, idea behind this is more like follow the money. And it's less about celebrity. And it's more about who's actually in charge of what. And the scary thing is we don't really know like it's who's behind all of this. And that's where yeah. I think um, where the, the part of the documentary that I really agreed with, and I actually didn't think it was expanded on really. I really wanted to, I don't know, I, I did more research into that aspect of it rather than anything else. And I was looking into things like, so who, so for instance, look at Harvey Weinstein. I mean, a few years ago, he wasn't, he was a pretty well-known guy, but not massively well-known. He didn't have millions of followers on Instagram, like that, you know, a lot of celebrities do nowadays, but this guy was basically changing Hollywood. You know, yeah, with Miramax, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, and this, you can say the same thing with Bob Iger at Disney. You know, it's like these people are so powerful, yet they're working in the shadows. And um, and that that was the side of the the documentary that I I thought it could have been expanded upon even more. And I felt like it got a bit too bogged down with some of the more, um, I don't know, religious aspects of things. I suppose the occult side of things. And then I was looking into who actually made out of shadows mm. and then you start to go into the QAnon community and deep state and that's where i think things get a bit muddled for me it's mm. like it gets a bit too religious who did it make gets, it uh, well it's it's stuntmen no or is that, my, is that my no that, that so mike smith is the stuntman that was being interviewed in it and then you got kevin ship who's a former cia guy they're, they're both interviewed in this, but they're not the people that made this documentary. They're just interviews. Pe- yeah. We still don't. We still. We still don't actually. I've done so much research in, into this, and I can't find out who made this documentary. Well, I, so, I, yeah, I was under the impression it was that. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. That second stuntman, because at one point says that's the reason I'm doing this. At one point, he, yeah, the, 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 the other, the other one on yeah, the boat. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I tried looking into him, and I couldn't really find much about yeah. him. He is a stunt. He used to work in Hollywood. Um, but the, I, I think he was probably referring to other things that he was doing. I don't really know. That the, side of it wasn't made very clear to me. The thing that's, I think the thing that's like, uh, always to bear, I always try and bear in mind is, is one, um, the, they could always, you know, when you're trying to connect the dots, that's when you're going to 
like get into conspiracy i don't believe that the starting place is conspiracy i think it's like alternative narrative that we wouldn't have access to but yeah when you try and connect the dots and then that's when you extrapolate and then you know they have maybe they have a maybe they want you to go down this rabbit hole you know there's that whole thing with conspiracy of how it's all little uh, breadcrumbs that they leave just to kind of distract whole part oh, they def- yeah they definitely do so there's yeah, that there's- and then and then there's the you know things like you can't take everything at face value like just just yesterday this guy mentioned this youtuber before like he was posting about these doctors um that were being locked up in europe for speaking out against the coronavirus hoax mm. um and um like i'm yeah. like okay let me let me go and look at the links he's and then let me go and see if i can double check triple check find other sources and for one of them there was a german doctor in in germany and the other was a swiss doctor for the swiss guy i couldn't find really any other sources and i was like ah i don't know really like you know remains to be seen Hmm. um i went on his twitter he's clearly speaking like you know he's clearly like you know this coronavirus is a hoax just normal flu but whether he got arrested isn't, but then I went in German and it's like, it's, it's all over the internet. It's like this German, uh, um, doctor has been uh, put in jail for organizing demonstrations against the excessive lockdown and all of that. Mm. And yeah, you gotta go, you gotta oh, go do your own, you know, definitely. I, I, I agree with that and nothing's definitive, but I think you're never going to get any inf- real information just from the mainstream. And, the thing is, like, this documentary, yeah, it's not glossy like a Netflix documentary, this Out of Shadows. It's mm. it's not structured. It's not clearly not funded. Like, the documentaries we're used to seeing, so immediately the aesthetics of it is going to th- kind of throw you off a little bit because you're like, ah, you know, like, yeah. like shady, it, narrow it definitely looks It definitely looks like a conspiracy theory documentary. When you, yeah, yeah exactly. it kind of has that vibe. Yeah, I mean, yes. there's like on YouTube, there's some like documentaries as well. They're like, it's, I think Zeitgeist. There's like a whole series yeah. of documentaries called Zeitgeist, and it's just really stock yeah. imagery and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, it's quite amateurish. I thought, it, I thought it was no. I think this one was a, a step above. And yeah, yeah. Like That's, I really, a lot of it is like a lot really plausible. Like if you just if you think about it, it's all like, I'm sure MK Ultra existed. Was it as uh, as was it as occult or as uh, devil worshipy as it was? I don't know. Mm. We do hear that the Nazis were quite uh, into the occult, so why they not? They were quite into it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that whole bit with Himmler's death chamber. I mean, of course, <laughs> of course it's called the death chamber. Yeah, well, but, we know we we know the that operation. About? I mean, we do know that Operation Paperclip was an actual operation, and that yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff like, in yeah. here that is as I mean, it's all, plausible. Yeah, it's very yeah. plausible, and like down the line as well, like uh, mind control. Sure, like they. I mean, again, using the word mind control makes it sound like a movie. exactly. I guess that's sci-fi. Funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, propaganda is used by for many years for like last hundred, two hundred years. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't there more research be going into it? There's enough yeah. psychologists that, that would be interested in that and probably get paid a lot of money by the government to look into these kind of things. Why wouldn't they test these things? Why wouldn't they? Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, there's nothing that points to it being completely 
ridiculous. Like, well, well, there's, know, a, there's some gross lengths that the government has gone to. to I, I think that to cover stuff up, and yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, why I not, think I think go, that, why not believe it? I think that um, there's this thing that the Google I forget which which executive said. But one of the Google executives, and again, it's like it's like a documentary, like you're going to have to go and check because I'm just some dude, like, you know, I'm not the proof, but I've uh, heard um, that uh, the Google executive was his own word saying AI is going to basically replace human thinking, like make human thinking redundant. Mm. And I think that's an extension of, as Axel says, like making a science out of propaganda, making a science out of brainwashing like how do you yeah. how do you do it most effectively and um and the stuff with the occult i mean i've i mean you know i'm not in hollywood but i've myself heard firsthand accounts of very weird stuff man like yeah man definitely hold like, the fuck up I'm, I'm not even in hollywood and i've heard first firsthand not even secondhand like yeah. i i made a film in montreal and that's where all the x-men films were, were being made back yeah. in the day and one is this the, about Brian Singer? Yeah, one of the actors. Yeah. One of the actors in my film, um, who happens to be gay, uh, went to one of Brian Singer's parties because he was an extra in the X Men film. And I mean, since it's like it's completely out in the open how Brian Singer is like, a, like yeah. an ultra child molester and yeah. and but but like talking about not just not just molesting but like a sort of um, sort of ceremonial kind of grand aspect to it. Um, mm. not just some guys in the alleyway, like, you know, like, it, like huge rings, you know? And, um, I don't know, like, I think we think of cults as like the Charles Manson thing, like some, some complete loser lunatic in the corner somewhere. Um, but I, I, like, we don't tend to think as cults occupying yeah. a central power actually. Um, well, yeah. you, you look at you look at so many actors in Hollywood that being Scientologists and things like that. I mean, yeah, that I mean, is a, that is a cult. I mean, that's huge. I mean, that is yeah. like that you could argue is as like makes like who knows how many careers they've made. Yeah. Um, uh, after I was, when I was watching this documentary, it just it like it was just like this stupid idea. But I was like, you know, if you're going down this route, why not think of it? Uh, how like what if? The world really is run by good and evil, and like yeah. the occult, and I don't know the Western world. I don't know, or this whole you know this whole notion uh, brought upon by this documentary that that the Western governments are actually run by the uh, by devil worshippers. Like, what if like that's just it? Like, the last two thousand years has been a war between the people of God and the people of Satan. Mm. And like, they've had to revert to going into like the background of everything, or I don't know. It's just like moved up. I, mean, I thought it was. Uh, no, it is. Uh, the thing, the thing is, is that looking, I don't believe, because, I don't believe it, but I thought, you yeah. know, what, but at least, what? at least it's opened up the possibility though, which is a, exactly. Yeah. It's a big thing. And then like five years down the line, who knows where that might, how you, that but, might evolve. Yeah, but then, like, I think, you know, on the side of God, there's some pretty gross stuff happening as well. So like, side of God. Mm, <laughs> like, what's, what, where is the good side? I mean, really. <laughs> well, the, well, the, the, the okay. aspect of the, the, sorry, the aspect of the documentary that, that did worry me slightly, and I was talking this about this earlier, is trying to find who, find out who made it. 
and a lot of, a lot of the people involved in the documentary first off like um, Mike um, what's it, Mike Smith is a born again Christian and um, and it, and then you go onto the website so go onto yeah. outofshadows.org and it, the, their logo is a cross and um, uh-huh. that that's one of the reasons why I think they're so into the whole satanical aspects of this and that's one thing that kind of worried me slightly is when you start bringing religion into this then you get a bit I, I mean, it's you're possibly right. Like, it, you know, they probably oh, yeah. are sat- Satanists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But big cross I mean, right there. Yeah, it's it's right on their site for everyone to see. It, it's 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 as clear as day. So I think that's why they make such a big deal out of it. And like, I think for me, the the more um, the aspects of the documentary that I really found to be um, both worrying and I suppose kind of um, insightful was the the fact that they start talking about these sex rings and then you think about the people involved in hollywood the brian singers the uh, kevin spacey's the roman polanski's roman polanski's still working today brian singer's still working today you know oh, kevin spacey i don't know how brian singer's still working i don't know i don't know i don't know how any of them are now we know though yeah now uh, we know what. The, there's another documentary I, I i mean i was in the in the rabbit hole i was uh <laughs> <laughs> when i found myself going down there um, I looked up other documentaries, and then there's this one called Open Secret, and it's basically just all about uh, everything behind Brian Singer and how oh, really, yeah, and how organized it is. And dude, it's 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 worth a watch, definitely. And yeah. I, there's nothing in that documentary that makes me think like, God, oh, this is all bullshit. I mean, these yeah. there's like actual victims interviewed, and Brian Singer, man. I don't care how this guy even got an audit at the Oscars. Was did did he get it revoked? Yeah, he, he he was he was uh, nominated for Bohemian Rhapsody, and yeah. that he didn't even finish that movie. So. He's a piece of shit as well. But the but the thing is, is like it's just it's just a, a for me like a confirmation of who actually is in power in Hollywood. Yeah, that he would even like get to even make another film like that and be nominated, and and. And like what I'd say about, you know, I, I, obviously I can sense there's like a reticence you have, Ed, towards, you know, in your article, you start with, quote, found God. But I think that's important beginning of the documentary, how he's like, there's a there's a revolution in him. Because I yeah. thought, so as far as the document, like narratively speaking, I thought the reason I kept, because there's a lot of these documentaries I turn off because... I'm like, ah, you know, like shoddy made, blah, 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 blah. Mm, yeah. But I was like, he's fascinating for some reason. I don't know, something about that stuntman. And, um, and the I fact. Didn't always, mm-hmm. I didn't always buy, buy in, into. Yeah, I him. don't know. Yeah, him. I think he yeah, was. Uh, I mean, he, he, he is. The, yeah. yeah the, it's like he's a Hollywood insider, basically. Yeah, I mean, which, I, yeah. I, you know, and I. Again, it's like you never know, but I just thought mm. like, oh wow, like he has been in like major yeah. films, and he did have yeah. a crazy accident, and that's when spiritual awakenings happen when you have to go under a huge change in your life, and mm-hmm. and to do with the occult, like I once, um, again, it was on a movie set, and I was talking to an actor, uh, this guy in London, and he uh, he was in his fifties, and he was um, an acupuncturist, but he'd also been lots of different things in his life. And, you know, I was talking about, I'd done this, um, what you call it? The yoga, uh, Kundalini yoga. Yeah. And I'd freaked out because it was, um, 
I, I sort of kind of, anyway, long story short, I, I freaked out because I started having visions and I started feeling the ground beneath me, like kind of uh, evaporate. I know it sounds silly. Um, I know you need, you need to be very careful with uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, the, that's the breathing one. And so yoga? it's idea. Kundalini. It's just like where you're doing, getting a lot of oxygen into your brain. Yeah, you're doing a lot and, of breathing. Uh, you, can, you know, and so, and this is a long way of me. I'm not going on, I'm trying not to go on tangent, but basically, he was saying he started off saying, "Yeah, you got to be careful, like with who your Kundalini teachers, if yeah. they if they tell you that you can't you can't go all psychotic on Kundalini yoga, then they they're not they don't know what they're saying because people can go psychotic, um, and it's you know you call you can call it a sudden awakening, but when you have a state of egolessness, uh, it can be uh, completely frightening." And if, if a teacher can't acknowledge that that's a possibility. And then he, you know, he talks, he goes into all the stuff about uh, the occult in, in the Hollywood industry. I mean, he's been in like small parts, but in like the crown, he was recently in the crown and, and he's like been to lots of parties and he's like, and he, you know, he himself, that the, what he was speaking about, like sort of the the penal eye the gland the third eye in the egyptian i don't know if you heard about that like the kind of iconography of like they talk about is the icon the, is this the 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 triangle the triangle I've, honestly it come, it come, the triangle comes up a lot in in the documentary yeah but they talk about iconography and like he, he was talking a lot about how you know there's a lot of people in hollywood that are part of you know because you actually saying, where's the good side of God? Like, how how can they be enlightened, but then do all these terrible things? And he was saying, well, you know, they think they're doing the good of God, and mm. they're they're supposed to like the sort of like a Jesus calling um, to a lot of them. And uh, I think that's what cult leaders ultimately are: is that like they have a higher duty to like bring everyone into their fold or something like that anyway yeah. Yeah, so i think there's, there's, no doubt, there's no doubt that they, they think they're doing right mm. these cult leaders um i also think they've just gone beyond the point of the normal level of i guess i don't know if there's a normal level of arrogance but yeah. like a substantial amount of arrogance that whatever they 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 believe in is is the truth mm. and they will just honestly push it onto anyone and no matter how fucked up it might be. And I think a lot of the people like Jeffrey Epstein, basically that's, that's basically him in a nutshell, really not that he's a cult leader, but just that he's at this level uh, in society um, based on all the money that he has, all this famous friends, all the leverage he has on all these famous friends of his. Um, and this level of arrogance that you get with having all that power, he's just, he's doing these things and he just doesn't care. He just doesn't yeah. care. He doesn't care about any, anyone else. He just doesn't, he doesn't, and he just looks at these people and he, these girls is just like objects. I mean, less, less than an object. I think what happens at the Golden Globes with uh, Ricky Gervais was really telling. The fact oh, that he, great. he basically <laughs> called them crazy. out on it. That was great. And, yeah. And, and, and the fact that, the the room went so silent. Uh, to me, I remember, I remember watching that, thinking, "Oh God, <laughs> it's kind of cringe." Because it kind of, I don't suppose it, it confirms what you know what he's saying is that they're all friends with this guy, you know. But it's like, oof. yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like a nerve that like no one wants to 
I mean, a lot of people know about, a lot of people don't, aren't involved, but just want to get famous. So they look the other yeah. way. And, but a lot of people like, like essentially the power, people hold the power, like totally, I mean, not just from within cults and sex rings, but with the government, with CIA, yeah. like with, and for me, I think the big thing is CIA. Like, I honestly think that, think of anything like this happened like if you take a list of if you had if you had like the truth you say and the list of all the fucked up things that's happened in the world the cia were mainly the ones behind them <laughs> like well, they I, have been they, involved in so much it's unbelievable man yeah and they and like the, what was interesting is like they were talking about this guy senator tried to like shut the cia down i never knew about that did you remember mm. that part where like yeah i do yeah a, and um, part? in the so, documentary, there's a, I forget if it's a senator or a governor. He's or a senator. He was a, he was a senator. Yeah. But basically he tried to bring about the end of the CIA. Cause like, you know, so many of them know oh, yeah. that are good people that are like, we know the CIA is like pulling the strings and behind JFK and all that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, behind like all the, I mean, just recently um, behind um, Bolivia, like there was a huge, yeah. I mean, they're, they're there everywhere there and um what torturing in uh was it iraq afghanistan yeah i mean and like the, the, like the film the reports all about that right it's, yeah and their I relationship mean, with with media basically and yeah. that you know and then i look at i don't know I, I i it might sound obvious but i look at things like jimmy fallon differently now i look at things like jimmy kimmel i mean i've never really liked jimmy kimmel but whatever but i look at i look at all these things like so differently because obviously before i was like oh these are crass these are like you know but you know they're harm i mean they're not harmless but like they're but you know i thought it's the news that's terrible but actually um it's not to say again and the, the guy the stuntman says it's not like all actors and all uh, singer musicians and all pop stars and all it's not like they're all bad but like there's a there's a certain amount that have so much clout that are part of the messaging of yeah. like either desensitizing or of and it's subliminal like we know that advertising is all subliminal we know that like there's a science of advertising and there's a science of like um brainwashing and propaganda and like we think of you know the chinese it's like we don't trust anything they're all propaganda but i think we have the more insidious uh kind of propaganda it's like so seemingly benign um and then I think that what I would say, I don't know if you guys feel, but I, f- I feel like there is, I couldn't help but feel there's Europe and then there's the US, you know? I don't know how you guys yeah. felt about that. I think it's very, I think it is very different. I think it, you merely have to look at the films that are produced in Europe and the, compared to the films that are produced in Hollywood. I mean, yeah. first off, there's more money in Hollywood, mm. but it's very, very different. It's more, European films tend to be more about hardship, about, I suppose, more, it's, they're kind of more down to earth. Mm more about real life stories as well i, I think like uh, whereas every there's always a hollywood sheen to everything that's made in hollywood it, it's very rare that you get a kind of grit like you know proper like realistic gritty hollywood movie really i mean the fact that this year what well, parasite won the oscar which is the, it's a south korean movie you know and it's it's not it's not a particularly um nice film to watch really mm. yeah but um, I, I mean, I wanted to talk to you guys about this because it was um, it. I found it to be quite interesting, but I also found it. I suppose 
I mean, I love I, I, I love Hollywood. I love movies more more than Hollywood. I love entertainment. And watching this, it's like, oh god, what? <laughs> maybe maybe I'm being brainwashed. I don't know. It was it was quite it was quite worrying. Yeah, and, I mean, um, I don't know what you guys think of the whole this sort of the the kind of the messaging it talks about the, the sensitization it, it talks yeah. about like um i don't know what you guys what you guys think of that because you know we're so used to violence that and we're not even used to violence we're used to the discussing how violence is being desensitized we, we like even that's normalized the fact that it's being mm. desensitized is normalized but the fact of the matter is it's like the way like but desensitized to murders, rapes, violence through films. Um, and I think there is a side of it. No, like people need to see this, all this out there. And I think that there are films that deal with, you know, like Manchester by the sea. It's just got like, mm. it's not a violent film, but there's death in it. And, you know, films and art should reflect like the ultimate reality, which is death. And, you yeah. know, I think that's just one of the best films ever made. It's Manchester by the Sea. It's like I've never watched it again because it's too, it's just too, it's just too much. But then there's like it's films shocking, that yeah, yeah. they're just completely, they're just completely casual with just. I mean, the amount of just like violence, you know, that's benign. Oh, def- definitely, not benign. Definitely. Sorry, it's like casual yeah. violence and yeah. and and again, like I mentioned this when we were talking via WhatsApp earlier, but there was this guy talking to me about like how a big part of how the government gets um, people, the population to sort of submit itself is to create, you know, it sounds obvious, but to create an outside threat. It's just not like, it's like, it's like government 101. It's like, you need to, what's the ultimate way for you to like, um, what's the ultimate way for, um, for you to assert like your raison d'être not to be all <laughs> as a government is to have war because <laughs> if there's war it's yeah. like well you know we need the government if there's and, and have someone have someone be the villain have a, a country be the yeah. villain yeah and uh, in this the, case it's fear of the outsider this case is coronavirus yeah. i mean this like you know it's not a, maybe it's not a topic maybe not but the reality mm. is that like some so it's kind of mi- it's mixed into two at the moment especially if you're in the u.s it's china yeah, it's the, it's the Chinese virus. Mm. Yeah, there, there, there definitely is a lot of that, and there's been it's been going on throughout of Hol- throughout Hollywood since the beginning of cinema. Basically, I mean, you look at uh, cinema in itself is kind of it's to the point it's at it's at where it is now mainly because of the military. So you look at the amount of um, research and development that went into cameras early on. It was very much military led, mm. and um, it was all about promoting propaganda. And that, I mean, that is something that's been there since the dawn of cinema. Mm. And it and it's definitely still there now. You look at Hollywood movies, you look at like how um, war films are portrayed. Look recently, like um, 1917, you know, it's a very it's a very one sided view of history. Mm. And that's that that's something that's always always worried me about Hollywood in in general is like how one sided it is. Mm. And, um, you know, the Americans, the Brits won you know, basically Second World War and, you know, nothing really about the Germans coming out of it or the French or, you know, or yeah, I mean, the Japanese, you know. It's, exactly. It's, but yeah, but it's, also one-sided uh, in terms of the protagonist and the antagonist. I know that's mm. like structure of stories, like you need an antagonist, but I think that ultimately you're supposed to empathize somewhat with the antagonist. I think that's what you should be doing 
Yeah. Uh, you should at least try to, like, I think that's why the Joker was kind of great. Um, it was because, so popular as well, yeah. Yeah, and like, um, and I think that what, like one of the worst films I've ever seen, and it's not a very famous film, but it was called Des- De- Desert, Deserto, and it was um, done by uh, Alfonso Cuaron's son. Okay. <laughs> And, and he was like, okay, this is his big thing. You know, he co-wrote uh, Gravity and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And there's a uh, Gael, 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 what's his name? Bernal Garcia, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, uh, Max- is he Mexican? Yeah, he's in it. And it's like, it's playing at Toronto Film Festival. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to be amazing. I go to see it at the festival. And it's basically like the most one-dimensional film I've ever seen because it's just mm. like the guy doesn't want Mexican immigrants and he goes on a rampage just to kill all these immigrants and then the immigrants have to survive and it's like but why is the guy so angry why is the guy full of hate mm. you know but it never goes into that and that's the thing about about a lot of these big blockbusters is like you know the Avengers like I know they're fun but the although I guess there's one that last Avenger was really good because they looked into. I remember when we watched it. Infinity War with Thanos. We kind of understand a bit Thanos, right? Yeah, but that that's actually that's one of the things I was going to bring up is that I I do that that film in particular is it makes you understand um, the villain a bit more. Yeah, he's basically the main character of the movie is Mm. Thanos. Mm. The second film that came after that kind of undid all that for me a bit, and I think. um, a lot of people did say that as well when it when it came out. But I really do in that aspect of things. I really do think you're you're really onto something because I think unless unless um, I I think you are starting to see more interesting and different stories coming out of Hollywood. But it has been for so long the same sort of thing, mm. and um, and it is it, it is worrying when you watch these movies. It's a very it's a very one sided view of the world. It's um, you're not really hearing from other people and other uh, people from other faiths, backgrounds, you know, from other parts of the world. It's very rare that a, a lead of a Hollywood movie will be, let's say, a Chinese guy. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. A, but I, I think there are things that are starting to start to happen. You're having a, a Chinese led superhero com- uh, movie coming out soon called Chang-Chi. And, you know, things are starting to happen. And I do wonder whether it's, it's because, well, I mean, maybe... Hollywood's like a, a kind of a chameleon that changes it changes the way it looks every couple of years just so that mm-hmm. it can keep on going mm-hmm. you know and it's like it's kind of realized oh I need to change so let's change and let's appease well that's the, the thing masses. that's the thing about like you know famously like that green book film uh really pissed yeah, a lot of people you. off because oh that's God, sort of what you're so... saying is that like clearly they thought they had a meeting they're like all right like we're a, yeah. bit, we're a bit of trouble like we've got to change <laughs> yeah. it definitely was that though it's definitely like the movie's like oh the white kind of italian guy is not racist anymore at the end of the movie but he kind of still is yeah it's like, and that's the thing is like what you say i think you hit on perfectly which is that whether it's hollywood or power structures uh whether it's the british government in india or the british government of mm. the financial world in world that it is a new empire onto itself how yeah. did how did they morph? Okay, we can't have a colony in India. Let's create a mm. financial sort of network. Hollywood, same. It's like okay, let's diversify. But like, it's all messaging really for Hollywood. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a thing I thought was interesting was um, uh, Riz Ahmed. He said maybe we've talked about this, but Riz Ahmed uh, he talks about how the American 
there's a lot more there's a lot more opportunity for him for roles for him in, for like, in America in America yeah. as a as a, as a South South Asian um, kind of descent and yeah. uh, because they give this they send they have this messaging clear messaging through the films that are made hmm. that we are diverse as a nation and we are multicultural and yeah. you know his experience and, and then in the UK he said you don't you know it's like it's it's just um, Downton Abbey and that's about it and <laughs> what you're saying was that period was, dramas yeah it's like you it's, can't get resolved in a period you know? drama I mean yeah. I, I know it's probably changing and it will change like there's that that thing with Killian Murphy apparently is amazing yeah. but it's kind of a period piece too yeah, yeah. Um, but you're saying the US actually the reality is that it's much more segregated than in the UK the UK is much mm. more multicultural in reality under the you know under the skin and so it's, it's again that messaging like well, it, yeah hollywood's trying to promote promote a different message in yeah. the united states yeah it, i mean that 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 is that is very evident and i think um more and more people are seeing that and that's why i think that's the thing about the going back to out of shadows um about the documentary that i did really like that it was bringing that out and it was bringing that out that aspect but i did also think that it it definitely targeted uh, specific people so there was a lot of like talk about Katy Perry, which I was yeah. a bit like, and Lady okay, Gaga. all right, yeah, and Lady Gaga and uh, Maria Abramovich. Yeah, that was weird, and Maria Abramovich like, and stuff Maria like that. Maria Abramovich is completely like she's cuckoo, like who but, is this? yeah, but she's an artist, so it's like, and a lot of the stuff she does is is quite interesting, but it's like yeah, but people, I, I, people like, I mean, if sorry to cut you off, the main thing no, I, no. I, I wanted to say actually um, is. Um, I've talked to like a bunch of American friends about mm-hmm. about this, about conspiracy type things. And I've talked to European friends and like you know, mainly the coronavirus, but other things too. And American friends are way more like, you know, if I'm like, do you, do you guys like, are you guys suspicious of all this stuff? And they're like, duh, <laughs> like we don't yeah. believe any of it. And then in Europe, it's more like, come on, that's a bit far fetched, mate. Like it really is that it's like nah, it's, you know, and I and I think that like thing with Marina Abramovich, whatever, is like in America, she's a she's a child molester, mm. you know. Like there was a Bill Gates, just um, I think it was Microsoft or it was Bill Gates, I don't know which one, but basically, um, Bill Gates, let's say, um, through Microsoft or through himself, kind of uh, was um, going out and associating himself with made a video with marina abramovich and it got sixty nine thousand comments of like basically like hate like how how dare you like we all know who marina abramovich is in the uk i don't think we're like quite um up to speed with i think i think we're in as i mean that's why i was asking about the difference in us and europe because i feel like the the idea of conspiracy in europe is is conspiratorial whereas in the u.s it's like i feel like there's been enough decades that have passed the bullshit utter bullshit that Mm. people in the u.s are like completely fed up i think i mean it might might change a bit in the uk especially with recently if you look at the election of boris johnson for instance and brexit and how um basically you look into who was instigating all of this and you start (laughs) researching a guy called um dominic cummings and you think, well, who is this guy? Uh, and it's just some advisor the in the background. Yeah, and he's yeah. also heavily involved in getting Boris Johnson into you know mm. into power. And it, it's very much like this is 
this is i mean it's starting to come out a bit more but it's like the balance of power and where power actually lies is starting to to be revealed a lot more i hope and uh, and i think it's the same in hollywood we're starting to see people like harvey weinstein get you know he's just been convicted you know and it's like um jeffrey epstein is now okay he's dead uh, he was a financier heavily involved in hollywood heavily involved in financing a lot of hollywood movies which is why he was so tied to hollywood uh, and why he was very popular very well he was had friends in high places basically and a lot of actor friends as well and people like bill gates went to his went to his uh play, his one of his homes and the clintons obviously went there quite a lot even though they claimed that they only went to one place i mean basically the guy was super connected and um but you know you, that, know you know you know like uh the thing about jeffrey epstein though is my friend uh, from again from the states like uh who like very clued in uh, because yeah. it's their country i mean i i i think prince andrew for us is a bigger thing clearly but you mm. know he was like oh like epstein's like he's cia man <laughs> i'm like what he's like dude he's not a financier he's like you know you look at epstein where did he make his money no one knows no mm. one knows where he made his money and you kind of said it at one point which is the or maybe Axel said i forget now of um, you have leverage over all these famous people. Yeah. But that, yo, he's back. He just jumps <laughs> into the ring. We were about to, uh, uh, we were about to divulge some like, like, sh- like deep shit. I'll cover right <laughs> Yeah. I was, uh, my, right when I was nephew. saying, <laughs> my nephew's birthday today. I was trying to make that like really seamless, like that no one even noticed. <laughs> yeah. We'll like, where's the other like? I was listening to some parts about like Riz Ahmed and yeah, and you're just like scoffing, rolling your eyes. Singing happy birthday on the mobile phone video call and in my ears, my friends are talking about conspiracy theories about cults, and like, about like Satan, Church of oh, Satan, yeah, like child molestation. It's great, oh man, but yeah. Like, while, while you were gone, we were just talking about, um, I was just saying, like, Epstein. I was talking to my friend. Epstein, man. Uh, He's a monster. The thing is, like, this documentary, you sent it, it kind of like, a, it, you sent it like a, a time where I'm really fascinated, not fascinated, but just uh, worried about um, just what a certain level of power can do to a person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you the uh, the Spotify link to Ronan Farrow's yeah. uh, podcast about how he got Weinstein, basically, or how he helped yeah. get Weinstein. And in it, it's like quite explicit about just the tactics he uses, like the manipulative, manipulative mm. thing the guy says just to get people to do what he wants. And I really, yeah. And Epstein, is, it's, it's the same thing. It's like. Well, well, I was just saying, like, my I speak to my friend about Epstein. I was like, you know, uh, and I was just saying to Ed as well, like, I was I've been talking to some some a few American friends uh, about like coronavirus, but about this too. And then I've been talking to European friends about the same things, and uh, the reactions I found are very different. Like, uh, I was just saying, like, Americans would be like, if I said, "Are you guys suspicious of coronavirus?" They'd be like, "Uh, yeah, like." For sure, it's like it's like not it's a hoax, whatever. But in Europe, the idea of conspiracy is more like ah, it's a bit far fetched. Like that mm. was my experience, and he was I was talking about Epstein, as in like 
he you know and and he was like oh man epstein he's like cia man <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, as if, as if like we all know this, and this like CIA, like because you know, you, you, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, no one knows where he got his money. Like no one knows. He's just he's just this billionaire, and because this guy like basically looked went into his own rabbit hole, and uh, he's like, yeah, he's CIA and Mossad. Because as you said, he's like he's got to leverage all these people. That's what CIA want need, and that's what that's what like, you know, to to have Clinton in your pocket as a cia but isn't that like just what he did if his private island like he got all these people over to his yeah his private island house and it was like littered with video surveillance camera well, i guess that's, what that's the thing is like he's just the plant the cia like he's he's supposed to get dirt he's supposed to like basically tease out all the all the all the mm. the kind of the demonic shit that people are capable in high power and yeah. record it and keep i mean books like he literally had books he had all these notebooks and stuff. And I mean, whether he is CIA or not, but like the fact is that like, it reinforces this thing that CIA are behind everything. Uh, in my, in my, in my view. They're probably, they're, they're more aware of exactly what the guy has been up to than anyone. That's for sure. And I'm, I can definitely get on board with the fact that they, that the message that, that we all get about how it happened with Epstein and like the guy, Committing suicide, I don't believe that whatsoever. Um, it's very suspicious. Yeah. It's super suspicious. Yeah. It's like he had too much shit on everyone that there's yeah. plenty, there's enough people after the guy that want him dead. I mean, hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, this, I suppose that that is, I mean, you're talking about people, more, Americans are more willing to believe conspiracy theorists, uh, theories than Europeans. I think that's probably true. Um, yeah. I think that's probably because there are far more conspiracy theories in the US as yeah, well. Because it's probably um, a lot more fucked up <laughs> shit in the US. indeed, like the US, like uh, Area Fifty One as well, and all that stuff. And you think that's like the, the biggest power in the Western world, really? Yeah, right? mm-hmm. I mean, let's and and also like if we just if we just like cross over into like Edward Snowden territory, like oh, I, just, I just downloaded Twitter right for the first yeah. time because. Basically, because of this whole <laughs> this 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 discussion and like uh, wanting actual news that I mean, wanting some news from from you know sources that you kind of choose yourself. Yeah. And I started following yeah. Snowden as well because, yeah. Dude, he revealed like what he revealed. I think is still still the hero, man. You think he is? Oh yeah, dude. I think he's I mean, I don't even think Citizen. But there, there's Citizen also. Ford, it, you're talking about what he revealed, just... Alex. Like with Edward Snowden, I th- I get the feeling that a lot of that was kind of almost buried because <laughs> it was kind of it's the news cycle. It's like very it's very in the public eye for about mm. a week, mm. and then it's kind of gone. Mm. Uh, you know, and... but, but, but that's why I think that it's it's still unraveling for me yeah. anyway what he revealed because at first we think oh mass surveillance we kind of knew that but now it's like we definitely know that. Mm. But then I think what he revealed is is the the collusion between UK government, US government, French government, like, and are they all, although they're working together, they're also all spying on each other, but ultimately they're all, they're all extending their surveillance, like all over the Atlantic and trying probably all over the world, but they can't with China. Like, but what I mean is that he revealed that like, he's like, Oh, you think us is, is, you know, the most fucked up, like that's not his words, but like the UK has the most, um comprehensive yeah like net yeah. surveillance system in the world 
and he was like saying that he's like oh you guardian oh well by the way um the uk has the most like invasive surveillance system just so you know so it's not just the us and like that's the thing is that like maybe our old like quote-unquote older older democracies in europe are just we're like much more um like it's just it's just much better kept i don't know i mean more entrenched more entrenched and it's like i mean just the like the but then you think about what the u.s attracts the u.s attracts like all the eccentrics of the world and Mm. you know there is going to be a lot of but yeah the u.s is basically like just says access like even though we think oh like the u.s is uh, they're just some fucked up dudes like they have like thousands of military bases just peppered all over the world i mean they are like and then we talk about, you know, oh, China, like, they're going to take over. Like, like China has no bases anywhere outside the Chinese waters. But they do have, in terms of uh, in terms of technological advantage, like, they are out in front. Probably, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went to, like, um, quite recently, and it really opened my eyes, like, a, a lecture about a Belgian journalist, or given by a Belgian journalist who spent a lot of his time in, in China. Um, and long story short, his conclusion really was that like, at the end of the day, we're going to have to choose between two people. I mean, two, two sides, like the U S or China, Russia is too busy keeping to themselves. Uh, China really is spreading its fingers as widely as, as the U S is, I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, why why else do you think Trump has implemented a, a trade ban on Huawei? <laughs> it's yeah, like the people I mean, that are implementing five G. It's just like uh, it's really it's these two superpowers, and I think yeah. technologically, like China is 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 steps ahead in terms of artificial yeah. intelligence, and like they have the whole point system. They're I mean they're already doing what the U.S. probably actually wants to do. Oh, and uh, is doing, man. I have and no, is doing. I have um, no doubt that they're like. I mean. In UK, we've just they've just uh, installed face recognition cameras. Like just yeah. like my guardian would never tell us that, but I've just yeah. realised they are. Like, yeah, they want to, but really... it's slow because we have like quote unquote democracies. We can't we can't just like slap yeah. it on the people. So it's slower for sure, but it's coming. But it's horrible, man. Some of the stories that you get, like one of the stories the journalist had about a. Um, yeah, like a, a guy, I can't remember the exact details, but basically a father of a guy, uh, a, a father, um, he did something wrong, so he accidentally hit someone with his car. Um, that was reported, his points got deducted, that kind of stuff. Then he needed to help out his son by buying uh, plane tickets uh, because he was going to go study abroad or something along those lines. And he couldn't buy plane tickets because he had like a reported accident with his car. Mm. Like, it's really, it's going so far into, like, this, yeah. Surveillance state. Yeah, surveillance state, but also, like, the, yeah, just the the, hardening of the lines between classes. And Mm. that's just really, I I was like, what the fuck, really? Is that that actually going on right now? Like, it's it's not, it's just, there's so much shit happening. I mean, China, uh, so China is, is terrifying. Like, I would, choose, I would choose, like, it's... obviously, I would choose, like, all our our broken democracies here, but I would choose what we have now. Yeah. Like, I never, yeah. even though China, had, like, can turn around and close factories that are polluting the city down just instant, 
doesn't and, doesn't make difference. Yes, and a lot of a lot of the Chinese people do as well. Like the the guy had some statistics about like, and don't quote me on the exact percentage, but out of the uh, tens of hundreds of thousands of Asian students that go to study abroad, the majority stay abroad because yeah. they don't want to come back to China because mm-hmm. it's really they they they've tasted what what the Western world has to offer, which is a certain level of freedom, and they don't want to give it up anymore. Well, I think this gets us on to, and I think like we might as well just, you know, out of the shadows is, is we'll come back <laughs> yeah. to it. But like, I think we should, we should get us on to 5G. I mean, I don't know if that's just a whole other podcast, but it gets 5G. us on, for me, it gets us on to 5G and it gets us on to coronavirus. The what? This, this, this starts off as a... Yeah, the work network, global. The five G? Are you talking about the mobile internet? Yeah, five G, dude. Like five G. But I, I, this is like something that I also I was reading yesterday because I started following Edward Snowden on the Twitter account mm. that I just started yesterday. Um, Can't wait to follow. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. I get Twitter. I finally get Twitter. Um, and he posted, only like ten years like, late. Like Apple and Google are basically because of coronavirus are upping the level of tracking in the phones. Yeah. And and I'm like, really? And then I'm like, why am I not surprised? I mean, why That's am I surprised? His tweet. tweets like really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like really, Edward. Come on. But I'm just. Saying, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, why the fuck not? Like, I think worse things have happened. Thinking dude, the dude there's, there's, an, there's an app now, a coronavirus app, that people, lots of people have like, woken up and there's the, their app, the apps on their phone. Like, not not yeah. downloaded it. Now, I'll go, again, it's so crazy, whatever. But the fact that there's an app anyway, but um, what else did what else did Snowden say? Yeah, uh, posted an article about... Basically, and this is just not at all on the news, or it might be. I mean, as I said, I don't really keep track of these things. But apparently, the prime minister of Hungary now has absolute power because of what's going on with the coronavirus. Oh, oh dude, like, I mean, I was going to send you guys a video, but the, I mean, this is, this is going to be the most conspiratorial thing other than the call the cult shit, uh, is like, President Trump is no longer president. And it's this thing called FEMA, which is the federal, federal, federal fucking bureau of some shit. Basically, <laughs> that like, I mean, after have to you, but basically it's, it's chilling, actually. It's really chilling because it's it's basically giving full power to FEMA during, when there's a national state of emergency, there's yeah. this kind of laws that kick off where uh, all of the, everything's superseded. Every, all transport, all food systems, everything gets taken over by FEMA. And all like, I mean, I have to send you the video, but basically, like you're saying, the hungry guy, I, th- I think it's happening, uh, like not not just in Hungary, but that's what I don't know. I was driving uh, to the office today and I was hearing it on the news. Uh, I mean, it's, it seems like it's, I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm, I'm in the, the mindset of conspiracies and all the last couple of days, uh, but like workers at the harbor now. Because uh, we, because Antwerp has quite a big harbor. A harbor, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, harbor. Um, they're all now because of the one point five meter distance they have to keep with each other. All the workers are going to be set up with trackers, uh, 
to keep track of where everyone is at all times so that they keep the distance away from each other. I'm like, Dude, yeah, it's just... really? And then they're like, we all respect privacy laws. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm hearing all this stuff, like, at the time that Edward Snowden posted it yesterday and then I'm hearing this, it's like, I'm feeling like I'm waking up to certain things. And it's all, I mean, it's all brought upon by this, this fucking documentary to... And it's interesting how everything seems to come back around to Out of Shadows. It's like, um, I mean, like I was just looking at Edward Snowden's Twitter, and that he only he only follows one person. Can you guess who that per- <laughs> like what that account Wait, is? Man, yeah. That guy must be the coolest dude. Who is it? <laughs> who is it? Trump. He only he follows NSA. That's the only account he follows. <laughs> that was quite funny, um, but I mean. A lot, a lot of this is true. It's like it's encroachments of civil, of civil liberties, of, of freedom, and um, it's I do, I, yeah, I do, I do wonder. I mean, I know that Alex, you're probably going to start talking about the links between coronavirus and five G. Uh, I'm going to be honest there, Alex. I don't, I don't agree with that conspiracy theory at all. I mean, I, um, I, still, I don't agree with anything. I, I mean, what I would yeah. say is, I don't believe anything, dude. Like, <laughs> like, and that's something like I, I think there's agreeing and non agreeing is out of the table now. I think we have. Dude, I don't. I don't believe I'm talking to you right now. I don't believe I'm, I'm a hologram. What Zencaster? I, I recorded everything, and I'm like Sheen the guard right now. No, but uh, I don't. I think that agreeing and disagreeing is out of the window at this point. Like we, yeah. ha- it's just stuff on the table now. That's all yeah. it is to me. And and um, and and the five G, the five G thing. I, I think it's like um, it's more. I think the 5G limit with coronavirus is like where you, as I was saying earlier, you start connecting the dots and you extrapolate and you kind of end up like in some rabbit hole or whatever. And, you know, that's when it just gets, yeah, it can get ridiculous. But I think, I think 5G in itself, I, I, I mean, we could get into Corona. I don't know if you guys want to get into it. I mean, but like, I think I'm actually going to have to end the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to end this guy. <laughs> He's going to stop recording, but he can carry on after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat. All right. See you guys. <laughs> no, I mean it's been it's been wonderful, guys. <laughs> so basically, basically, uh, I'd like to thank both of you for for taking the time to talk to me about this, and also taking the time. Well, first off, Alex, thank you for sending the documentary because it's very interesting. Oh no, yeah, and uh, and it's done very well for my site. So thank you. For <laughs> I'm minted now. <laughs> um, no, but it's also it's also really interesting. This discussion has been very well, very. I'm, I'm really glad. Like for anyone's listening or not, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really glad that uh, if I could talk from experience, like because I'm always reticent to send things uh, because I. I don't know if it's gonna get received with like an open mind and yeah and it kind of people throw it back in your face and it's been this has been really great to just have discussion I think mainly mm. like to be able to talk about it and and so yeah I thank you guys for for watching it because you know I, I could send it to like I don't know send it to my brother like hope he doesn't <laughs> listen but I don't think he watches you know that guy never watches anything I send him. Yeah. so i'm glad you guys watched it yeah man i mean i had fun i think i honestly i mean if it's this easy i don't see why we, do, we don't do it more often yeah uh, it is very easy like I what podcast or watching yeah. podcasting across oh, yeah. the nation, or yeah, nation. you know you know you know that the secret of podcasting is it's super easy uh, <laughs> uh, I think, uh, it's hard to get a, to get some and shit. well but, 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm we should give it a go. To, yeah, I think we should definitely give it a go. I mean, we got Corona time. Let's get creative, right? <laughs> yeah. We should probably talk about this after. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I'll end it. I'll end it there. I'll stop. I'll stop the recording. Right. Um, but I just wanted to thank you very much for doing this, and right. uh, and maybe we'll hopefully we'll do it again. We'll we'll discuss something else, some other conspiracy theories. Yeah, or movies. <laughs> Oh, movies, or, yeah, yeah, movies. Conspiracy theory movies. There you go. That's oh, a good dude, one. that would be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good subject for the next one, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. So there we have it. I'd like to take the time to thank Alex and Axel for taking the time to talk with me about Out of Shadows. I'd like to thank Alex for sending me the documentary to begin with. I might not agree with absolutely everything in it, but it was it made for a very interesting watch and it does make you think. And um I've said this multiple times in my article, I said this during the the uh, interview as well, that I am dubious about some things in the documentary, uh, but that doesn't mean, first off, it doesn't mean it should be hidden by YouTube, which it kind of has been until recently. Uh, it's not on trending in on YouTube, even though it's got over 10 million views now. Uh, and secondly, you should be allowed to talk about these things in an open space and feel relatively well you should feel safe about talking about this kind of thing so it made for a really interesting discussion and i think if you are interested do go and check it out it's on youtube uh, i'll put the link in the description of this uh, of this podcast episode but there was so much to go through so much conspiracy theory stuff we only really scratched the surface as usual but we tried our very best and hopefully we'll do more of these things in the future but you can go and check out small screen which is at www small-screen.co.uk for even more pop culture news features and reviews you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at small screen gb thank you so much for listening guys and i'll see you back here same time next week with uh, even more pop culture stuff so once again thank you for listening and goodbye Like, what about the word fuck and stuff? Oh, we're starting off. With the word Dude, we're starting off. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get I'll it. Prob- I'll probably put that, put that in as a blooper at the end. Uh, good stuff. <laughs>